I have a warning label. Do you have a warning label? Uh, yes, it says... Uh, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's too early. It's the beginning of the show. Safety warning about my face, I think. So, pretty amazing. You know what I saw today? What? First sighting of Anchor Christmas. Yes, but we're not going to say where. I know, but we saw it. We could have had it, but we denied ourselves the pleasure. It was like, we get that on uh, the 13th. Oh, 13th's pretty soon. Yeah, no, that's like this week. That's like Tuesday, I think. Tuesday. Tuesday. Today I was going to go to Russia House, but they only they only serve non-Russians on Saturday. What were they thinking? They're access denying themselves extra fundage. See, that's good. Keep out the riffraff. Uh, yeah. If you, you know when you walk into the bar and all the seats are taken, you go, who are these people sitting around? You are not Russian. Get out. Oh, uh, you are... Not come around here. We, we only serve cabbage on. It's like the um, it's like the bar on Petro Hill. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I've never been to, and we're not even going to mention the name. I've only been to one bar, I think, my entire life on Petro Hill, Which on one? the hill itself, on not, the hill like, itself, the park side. But oh, the park side and the bottom of the hill club and the Connecticut Yankee. Oh, oh. You know who's playing December thirty first at, at 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 bottom of the hill? Who? Come <laughs> on, Mayfire. The Mayfire. <laughs> who just won a first prize uh, for their video. Nice. TheMayfire.com. Is, is that video out on that the Mayfire? online. Do, nice. Go to TheMayfire.com. Guess we have to link to that, huh? Yes. Mm. I bet you that'll get us like four more listeners to beer school. They will. Cat and Pepe and uh, the other two guys, the bass player and the other guy. You don't know the other two guys. I do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not good. I got to work. It's it's early or late. I was at a show last night. I, I was paying six dollars for Sierra Nevada. So all rid- the bathrooms were really nice at this place, like the uh, GABF bathrooms. No, those bathrooms were nice because they were access denied to regular people. <laughs> you must be this long to use this bathroom. You, you must. You must have brewer or brewery. Oh, it had nothing to do. Tap. It had nothing to do with length. It no, only no, had to no. do. Oh. Well, the length of the line was much shorter. Oh. So it had everything to do with length. It did. It's like, I have to go deal with this beer problem that's building up in my body right now. And they go, go ahead, sir. You may pass behind the curtain to the special toilets. Excellent. Joe Brewer. I went to the special toilet. So kind of funny. Uh, Richard was telling me, he was he was like, you recorded a live show at a local bar or brewery, and you didn't invite me. What's up with that? I'm like, Richard, it has nothing to do with recording live we did it at the studio it's the technical capabilities that you possessed john exactly so he had the idea that that we have a live show in a restaurant brewery uh somewhere and it's all about the magic of you're listening to beer school we're here to help you and your friends learn to like more than one kind of beer there's lots of beers to like some are made right down the street from where you live and others have to travel halfway around the world just to get to you learn why beer tastes like it does how other styles came about, and why we're drinking a single six-pack today. A single six-pack. We're, well, drinking, we're, we're drinking a, we're a drinking single beer. A single beer in a, sec, in a six-pack. Right. We're, we're sticking to a style and to a brewery for one show. We just, you know, we went to the market and we said, uh, we'll just settle for this. Anyway, the best part about beer school is? The homework. The homework is beer. And so your homework is going to be pretty simple this week. Yes. As opposed to last week, which is all over the board. (laughs) (laughs) 
There was a lot of homework to do last week. Well, we'd come back from vacation. We had to put the kids to work. Everybody had a lot of work to do. It's like, oh, man, I don't want to work this hard. I'm like, sorry, that's beer school. Yeah, you got to stay in maybe one or two nights this week and, and get your nose on the grindstone. Pumpkin beer. Pumpkin spice. beer. 400 pounds of watermelon. Yeah, 400 pounds of watermelon. <laughs> oh. Go, John. Oops. That's but we don't it. talk about the homework till the end. No, no, we don't talk about the homework. So you don't get to know what the homework is early. So you can't press pause, go get the homework, have homework while you're drinking or while you're listening. Right. Same thing. Uh, all right. This show is called, this is a simple show. It's called Beer is Good for You. Yum. And talks about why. We're going to talk about why all of it. I talk about myself in the it sense. We're going to talk about why beer is good for you. Okay. The idea is that a lot of people throw beer under a bus for whatever reason. They think it's an evil spirit. They think it causes hooliganness, uh, causes fans to be rowdy, all of that. But there's a whole bunch of reasons why beer is good, not just that makes money for big corporations not that it's made out of happiness it's and sunshine <laughs> and beer berries and beer berries it's made by bears it, in this case it is made by bears because our beer today uh is racer five ipa from bear republic yes so made by bears Grr. <laughs> bears lost yesterday bummer well it'd be the golden bears those golden bears it's kind of a golden color this beer it's pretty. I, Razor Five IPA is a pretty IPA, mm-hmm. and it's 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 one of those big aggressive West Coast IPAs, but nicely balanced. It's more the it's more the grapefruity than the the bitter 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 flavor, right? And it doesn't have uh, that hop sweet flavor in the beginning, right? It's more uh, hop sour. Okay. Well, like you said, you described the grapefruit flavor, right? So, that's that. That is that. All we right. Read our knowledge off the bottle. We, well, start with that. I'm going to find the next thing to read. Wow. You know, John, I really feel that Racer Five this is an aggressive styled India Pale Ale. It tastes like it's handmade from a brewery whose motto is "bigger is better." It's a recurring theme in our show today. Seems to be. This golden well hop bottom conditioned ale demands your attention. Try the next generation of IPA. Racer 5. Go, go. Brewmaster notes. Keep cold. Respect life. Don't drink and drive. Real ale is alive. Yeast is good. Serve at 45 to 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. And the barcode is 22130 <laughs> Starts out with a two... There are three skinny lines, then a really thick one and a medium line, then a skinny one, a medium, a skinny, two mediums, a really, really skinny, a thick one, and a skinny one. That is way more information than we've ever given about a beer. You know, I think it was, might have been Delbert this week, where he wanted to put in the requisition to get a barcode scanner. Yeah. For his whatever project he was working on. And the boss said, well, that'll take about a year and a half or whatever. And he goes, maybe I'll just learn to read barcode. <laughs> you can actually learn to read barcode. It's yeah. not that hard. Yeah, because barcodes were invented a long time ago. They're dumb. 
We've been to Hillsburg many times. Yes, and to Cloverdale, where their ultra-secret facility is. Yeah, when there wasn't that many fermenters there, and there was a race car. Yes. And there was another race car. And There's a door from the race car on the, at the Tornado. That's right. The crashed race race car or the rebuilt one? No. Uh, we don't know the story about that. So why is beer good for us? Well, there's a bunch of reasons why beer is good for us. And the thing is, is that beer, are, you have to remember where beer, why beer originally came about. God but, likes us? That's proof that. Isn't that in the Bible? That, no, no, that's Benjamin Franklin. Oh. Uh, Did Benjamin Franklin write the Bible? Oh, no, that was Shakespeare. No, he he, Shakespeare. he did write a Bible, but it has nothing to do with uh, invisible people. Okay. Um, in fact, what was that? Poor Richard's Almanac. Yes. Was the first, uh, was was his book. Yes. Um, and definitely required reading. Although as we don't, about, as opposed, we don't have As one. opposed to books that you smell to get their information or books that you lick to get their information. Or as opposed to books. It's that a book. I, it required reading. That I put underneath my pillow and hoped that I would get into my head by osmosis. In hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. When up on the roof there arose such a chatter. Okay. I'll shut up. Poor Richard's Almanac. Free on the interweb. Okay. Uh, has stuff like a uh, penny saved is a penny earned. Mm-hmm. Although I don't believe that. Because you had to earn the penny before you could save it. You couldn't just, you know, out of the air get a penny. And then you could. You look down the sidewalk. Now you can. There's pennies everywhere. Yeah. Because what's a penny worth? <laughs> pennies worth a penny. Pennies worth more than a Hardly worth. Well, if you melt it down. <laughs> okay, John. Why is beer good for you? Why is beer good for us? <laughs> well, okay. So originally, you have to remember where beer, why beer came about. Okay. And that is that the oh, water. that's where we lost track. The water was not always good. Okay. And so. Because of the brewing process, you have to get the, the water up above uh, 160 degrees. You have to boil it for a while. You have to put all these ingredients in. And then through that process of brewing, it made the water drinkable. Okay. Um, and so really beer was, you know, the saving liquid for society. Okay. Uh, otherwise, people would, like, for example, malaria. Malaria can um, well, malaria is in mosquitoes. But if you don't, if you don't treat the water, then you know there's <laughs> there's those diseases. There's also dysentery that comes uh, that that gets put in water. So if you're taking water out of the river that's from downstream of another city, yes, guess what? Guess what you're drinking? Exactly. Yeah. So you've got you've got that to deal with. And so uh, while water could come out of a, a could come out of a well. There might be amoebas. There might be other bacteria that's in it. Uh, you know, those kind of things. Basically, beer, along with the alcohol, was a way of purifying water. And people mm-hmm. probably just didn't know what they were doing, but they found out that they, were, they weren't getting hurt from the beer. Right. They were waking up hurt from the beer, but not waking up uh, doubled over. Racer 5 only goes back to 1995. So there was no <laughs> – well, but back in the day, you know, back – There were no Healdsburgian IPAs right. back in the day. Um, it's like the Pilgrims. The Pilgrims ended up landing at Plymouth Rock, not because Plymouth Rock was the place to be, but because they were out of beer. Right. So they're like, well, if we're out of beer, we're going to land here, make some more beer, and then go to the next place. Yes. Go looking for someplace with palm trees. Some place that had beaches and umbrella drinks and... Yeah. Did they even have umbrella drinks back then? 
Had they invented the umbrella? That's a good question. Hmm. When did they invent the umbrella? I don't know. Wikipedia is they over there. They used to call it the bumper shoot. <laughs> Have you been to bumper shoot? No. In um, Seattle? No. Fun time. All right. Uh, we've exhausted our knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, kids. Beer is good. So the homework is go out and drink a lot and send me some steaks and go on clams. <laughs> <laughs> we know a lot about this. Did we mention we don't have a producer? <laughs> we have somebody we call the producer, but there's no production being done. Mm. <laughs> beer's got a lot of vitamins in it, doesn't it? It does have a lot of vitamins in it. It has, well, generally beer has stuff like uh, zero fat. <laughs> Unless you're having the, the donut IPA that they make it uh, duff. <laughs> Mm, donut IPA. Uh, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, niacin, and folate are all in beer. It's like product 19. Well, yeah, it is product 19. Or, wait, product 19, like the cereal? Yeah. All the, well, it comes from the same origin. It comes from grain. Right, it comes from grain. Come from so Kellogg's. you're going to get all of the, comes from Kellogg's. You don't make beer out of Kellogg's. You could. Cornflake IPA. Yeah, you could ferment. You could ferment cereal. Hmm, that's an interesting idea. Let's get some grape nuts. Those are like beer nuts, right? Exactly. All right. Well, all those things that I just listed off are essential to uh, some kind of life. In one of uh, one of my readings about Berlin. Sometime in the late 1800s, they found that the average German factory worker in Berlin was getting 60 to 75% of their nutrients from beer. Wow. So also in beer, vitamin C. Ooh, I like that. Uh, uh, B3 and B12, which are, once again, essential. And if you're not eating your vegetables, you're not getting those things. I eat my vegetables. Yeah, you did eat your vegetables today. I like my vegetables. <laughs> All right. Well, here's another thing with uh, with beer. Beer is you good have tomatoes for... a fruit, not a vegetable. Uh, yeah, because it has seeds in it, yeah. and it grows on a vine, and it's red, and it doesn't float in water. There's no vegetables that are red other than no. That's not true. There's peppers. Cabbage, red cabbage. That's purple. Radishes. Those are red. All right. So so much for my... <laughs> so much for well no so much for no cabbages aren't red. They're purple and. Radishes are white on the inside, <laughs> therefore not completely red. Uh, kale? Kale uh, is not red. It's, what a, oh, oh, uh, uh, oh, borscht. That's red. Uh, beets. What am I thinking of? Be- not beets. I'm thinking of, let's play rhubarbs. Rhubarbs Those are red. Those like, are red. They, yeah, yeah. they look like red celery. It's our, new, it's our new feature on, it's our, our new feature on Beer School. It's called Guess the Vegetable. That isn't. We, we've, isn't. Done, we've done focus groups. I'm thinking of a red vegetable. What is it? Next week, a hint for you kids. We're going to go to yellow vegetables. So if you want to study, it's going to be yellow vegetables next week on God. Beer School. Devoid of facts. What about red, red peppers? Oh, red peppers are probably fruit. Red peppers are not fruit. They're a vegetable. They're peppers. Okay. And uh, but they change colors. Those peppers. They start off green and then they get orange and then they get red. And yellow sometimes. And yellow sometimes. And the green ones are the cheapest when you go to the store. Because they're, the, like the they're, 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 they're the youngest of them. Ah. 
It's the same red pepper. It's just that it changes colors over time. Ah. Uh, yeah, beer is both fat-free and cholesterol-free. So the thing is, is that if you're at the pub, okay, the I'm pub. To imagine, okay, I've been to a pub before. I have to remember what the it was pub. Like. The pub is. So if you just if you're just drinking beer, you're not getting any of the. You're not getting fat. You're not getting cholesterol. Fat. Oh, you're getting fat. You're just not getting fats. Fats. Right. Unless the glass isn't really. So well the idea washed. is the guy sitting next to me had onion hoops and he ordered fish and chips with with fish and chips. Uh-huh. You know, and it comes with this spot of salad. Right. So it's basically fried, fried, and fried. Cholesterol and fat. Right. So it's not the beer that's doing them in. It's the fish and chips. Okay. Um, I guess the point of that is is that when you when you're out enjoying the evening, think about what it is that you're pairing your beer with. Pair it with salad. <laughs> <laughs> beer and salad. We did a whole episode on beer and salad. Although the guy uh, Tom from Beaver, Pennsylvania, yes, the guy got an award from the governor of Pennsylvania for his salad for uh, getting kids to eat salad by frying it. Yeah. <laughs> John, what did you do yesterday? Oh, I went to uh, the Barrel-Aged Beer Festival at the Bistro. That's a lot of bees. Barrel-Aged Beer Festival at the Bistro. <laughs> That's at least three bees. <laughs> yeah, well, three bees and you're okay. I didn't make it to the Barrel-Aged Beer Festival. How come? Oh, you went to the Cal game. I was playing or... backgammon. Didn't you have to look that up on about how to set it up? Yeah. I took a picture. Once we set it up right, I took a picture of it with my cam- with my uh, phone camera. So now it's on my phone camera. So when I forget next time how to set up backgammon, I can look at the picture I took on the, my phone. What a clever idea. Yeah, it wasn't mine. <laughs> yeah, but now, but you ha- now you have it, right? Yeah, I got the picture, and I'm pretty much a shark at backgammon. Hmm. Um, yes, and there was a Cal football game again yesterday where uh, – Cal made sure that their fans did not end the game in suspense by throwing a last-minute interception as they were driving down the field ah. to tie the game up in pouring rain in Berkeley. But that's neither here or there because it all happens again next weekend when we're up in Seattle to watch them play the Husky Dogs. Stop. 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 Okay, my beer did not flow over. Good. I was pouring it incorrectly. Um, beer is good for you. We talked a little bit uh, pre-show about how beer uh, makes you a more social person. It's a social lubricant. It's uh, not only that, but it forces you to get out of your dungeon, cave, dwelling, uh, you know, your your uh, lonesome self. Oh, my lonesome self. Well, I'm not lonesome. I go hang out in the world. But the idea being that because you're out participating and trying the beers uh, from your local brewery or from your local tap house or from your local pub, that you uh, are interacting with the public. Exactly. I mean, a good night out at the pub is a lot. Watching what goes on there is a lot better than most any show on television, unless you like car chases. Because you don't see many car chases sitting at the pub, unless the Blues Brothers is on. Yes. <laughs> but no, you meet interesting people. You, I mean, you've got all your stories uh, about going to the smartest bar in the world. Yeah, and hanging out with a guy who runs a, a particle accelerator and the other guy that does chip lith- lithography and the other person that was a uh, – she was a launch specialist. Oh, that sounds hot. 
Kind of was, actually. Uh, She's like, oh, this is just my job. I'm like, actually, that's fascinating. What? Is, tell me more about that. Well, you have to learn how to count backwards from 10. That's the important part. <laughs> when to press the button. Um, you have to be able to say, you have to be able to announce at the right moment that says, uh, Space Shuttle STS-401 uh, mission has started. Success. Godspeed. Yeah, uh, right. Invisible man speed. <laughs> but you're so religious in your anti-religiosity, John. <laughs> Have I ever said that? No. It's funnier to say invisible man speed because they're invisible. You don't know how fast they're going. Invisible man, damn it. <laughs> Just trying to play along with a little game here, John. It's, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Invisible man, damn it. I'm not on a first name basis with him, so it's always Mr. Damn it. Some people are on a first name basis. So what? <laughs> what did you find sampling the different beers at the Barrel Age Festival? All right. So here's the thing with Barrel Aged Beer. Um, the festival has only been going on for a couple of years. Actually, this is the second annual one. Okay. So this year and last year, um, barrel aging beer aged in a barrel has been going on for centuries. Yes, because barrel barrels were the only way that beer was stored for the longest time. One thing that we don't know is when did the major <coughs> shift from wooden barrels to uh, metal kegs take place? Would probably be in the forties. That'd be my guess as well. You know where where uh, they were we well you wouldn't have had in the forties you had material shortages everywhere. So in the fifties, as breweries started to fully recover. And have money to modernize, they probably started going to metal kegs. Right. I'm saying probably because I don't know. I mean, Anchor, for the longest time, used Golden Gate kegs, which are those funny kegs where you stick one hose in the bottom and one hose in the top. Oh, yeah. For the, the, the air gets pumped in the top and the beer comes out the bottom. And I still remember, it's probably been 10 years now, but when Anchor, Anchor Steam always came in Golden Gates, their other beers, Liberty and, and Porter and things like that, came in, and I forget what specific keg it is. But then eventually, Anchor switched all their kegs over to Golden over from Golden Gates to something modern. Okay, and now you just see Golden Gates wandering around at little brew pubs. So I think Triple Rock has does Golden Gates. Yeah, actually, Christ and they're the ones. That well, Christian's got a whole warehouse full of them, supposedly. Yeah. Well, the, the Triple Rock warehouse is, I believe, looks a lot like the warehouse at the end of Rages the Lost Ark. That it's full of all this amazing stuff that just gets put there. Top scientists. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, barrel age. So barrel aging has been going on forever. Right. Uh, but the problem has been that barrels haven't been used for brewing beer. Uh, or from, storing beer. Or storing beer or aging beer from a craft brewing point of view until... We're going to call it the last 10 years. And it hasn't become this really popular thing until very recently. Until Vinny did it and put until, that yeah, well, barrels in his Exactly. Brewery. Vinny is like Vinny Chalurza from Russian River uh, has really wakened everybody up to the fact that beer can be these amazing – have these amazing flavors from other things, from port, from um, Chardonnay, from – from wines, from, from wines, bourbons, from, from bourbons, whiskeys, from whiskeys, and, and all of those things. And 
without that, you'd base or just good old virgin oak or white oak or whatever oak that's there. <laughs> Motors making a face going. Uh, he said, so oak. I, I was uh, with all this with all this talk about barrels. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of my passions have collided this coming week. The Eurostar moves from Waterloo to St. Pancras uh, for its London terminal. Mm. And the undercroft at St. Pancras, which is the area beneath the tracks, was originally laid out with its column spacing to accommodate gigantic beer barrels because St. Pancras was the terminal for trains coming in from the the English Midlands, Mm -hmm. which is where all the beer was made. And so along with passenger trains, they brought all the beer in through St. Pancras. And out of all the pictures I've seen of St. Pancras and the renovation, I've been there during the renovation. Uh-huh. I've never seen a picture of the the underside filled with beer barrels, so I might have to go searching for that. Cool. Well, maybe somebody has one uh, in their archive or knows of one. Yes. Scan it. Send it to us. Yes. Stat, as they say on all the old emergency sto- shows. Exactly. Whatever that means. So, what did you? Why find? would they just say fast? Did you did you find? Uh, that different barrels imparted flavors that you did or didn't like relative to the beers? Yes. So there's a beer that was actually very popular uh, and it won the people's choice and it wasn't my favorite beer. Uh-huh. Uh, and that would be, I have the list right here. The popular beer. The popular beer. Was she dating the football player beer? Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> they were the uh, king. Well, actually, she was the queen of the prom uh-huh. and it was the... Oh, why am the I not boogernator. Friend? The boogernator. Yeah, exactly. It's aged in Kleenex barrels. Oh, no? No, no. Here it is. It's it's uh it's uh Oh my god, it's twenty first amendment watermelon wheat. We just a, have to say that once a show. Oh, you know what? There was no there was no watermelon funk there. That's and that would have dra- that's because we drank it all. Watermelon yeah. funk is is gone now. There's one in a Except can. Except for a couple of cans. There's one in a can. In somebody's basement through a back gate that isn't locked. Oh, yeah. Uh, where is this dumb beer? Dumb it's beer. dumb beer. Uh, John, you do well, though. You don't put notes all over your sheet. Well, I got this at the end because I had this. I had to know. Uh, I've got, got to know. I've got to know. Oh, here it is. Firestone Walker uh, Parabola. Uh, throwing math into the equation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Parabolas as, as opposed to just a normal old, uh, curve. Yes. Why did that not appeal to you? Let's see. My notes. Well, okay. So their notes are tardy chocolate flavors. But <laughs> tardy. <laughs> not, <laughs> I don't feel tardy. Why did you like the beer? It was tardy. <laughs> I don't feel tardy. <laughs> Oh, not tarty, not tardy. Oh, I think it w- I thought it was T A R D Y. Right, tard beer. Yeah, not tard beer, tart beer. Okay, tart, tart. Okay, beer tard, tart, tart, tart e, as in chocolate. As in like sweet tarts. Yes, exactly. As not as in. All tarted up. So it's tarty and chocolatey at the same time. Yeah, and, and so basically imagine this. Pete's coffee. Okay. Which is bitter and bold and round, that kind of thing. I'm bitter and bold and round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
with hints of sweet tarts. I could see the that. Flavor, the flavor, the flavor that you know, like, does it say what sort of barrel it was in? Was it in yeah, like bourbon, a white wine? Bourbon barrel. Oh, so you're getting like the bite from the from the barrel. Yeah, bite from the barrel. We'll have a barrel <laughs> of bite. Anyway, bite I it, everyone was like, "Oh, I love this." I'm like, eh. "You know what? It's not the same. It's not the same as the Angels share." 06, which was rounded and smooth. And who made that? This was from Port Brewing. And I thought this was going to win people's choice because I thought it was just a marvelous thing. And so um, Angel Share was the 2006 was brewed in a brandy barrel. Um, So you've got brandy being uh, aged forever. It's all... And it's a great it's a grape derivative as opposed to a wine derivative for whiskeys and right. bourbons. And so um, this was a barley wine. So first off, you are not a fan of barley wines, generally. Yeah, generally. Right. So it didn't have that. Okay, so it's two years old at least. Okay. Um, it was all it was all rounded out. So you know how when you have buttery, a, not buttery. Okay. Just smooth. Okay. So you know how when you when you do the graph of a bar of a young barley wine, it's got all these spikes in it, yeah. Like where you go, okay, that's sharp, that's sharp, that. This was more like a soft curve, okay. So no spikes anywhere on it, smooth finish, um, not a smooth finish, like not a clean finish, just a smooth finish. So it didn't end up going away; it just ended up kind of fading out. Okay, um, that sounds anyway. good. That was my favorite beer of the day, and uh, but you know Christian's beer from Triple Rock was there. That was good. Uh, see, no, it's called. Uh, yeah, I think it's called Monkey Oz. Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight. It's uh, Saint Hilarus. No, no, no. Uh, Odyssey Ale. Yeah. Named after the popular video gaming platform from. Mm. Uh, from back in the day from Mattel. <laughs> yes. Mattel Odyssey. They had the Bizarro controllers. <laughs> I think if they would have fixed the controllers, that game would have been more popular. <laughs> anyway, it was raining. It was kind of miserable for some of it. Um, you know, there's no... The problem is that there's really no place to sit. Right. You know, it's everybody's standing around and that. Uh, and so I uh, part of the day I spent talking with Sean Paxton... And fortunately, unfortunately, the guy is like seven foot seven. He is a monster guy. He's the tallest person that I know. And so, for me to talk to him, I had to stand on this one place next to a uh, next to the uh, lamppost on the uh-huh. outside. So he was standing there, in the, uh, down in the gutter, down in, essentially down on the street level. And I'm a foot and a half up above, and I'm looking him in the eye. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so much better because normally he's like, oh, this hurts. You're too tall. You're too tall. And you're a guy, so I don't want to stare straight where I usually stare when I talk to women. Exactly, like uh, at the party on Monday, <laughs> at the uh, the party that was uh, Magnolia. Oh, we need to talk about the party. Yeah, Magnolia's 10-year party was a really fun time. Yes. We had to pay to get in, and we had to pay for beers, but that's, a, but that's fine. We're fine with that. Oh, you didn't have the scam going on that I had going on. You had free beer? I had my uh, my dear uh, guru and sidekick. She would just bounce down into the downstairs room with ad free beer. 
<laughs> you know, hi, I'm blonde with freckles. That means all access, right? <laughs> I realized after a while when she was getting beer, she would run off and go downstairs and get free beer and then come back up. It's not that I needed it's not that I needed more beer. Oh, I don't think either of us did. <laughs> I poured myself into something at the end of the evening and uh, were got you home. there. Okay, yeah. When'd you leave? I don't know. Probably twelve thirty, one o'clock. I don't know. I have no idea when I left. But it was fun. The the Everything Orchestra was fun. I, I recorded the Everything Orchestra on the Taser. Did you? Sounds good. It was a uh, it was a conducted jam band. Generally, they're not conducted jam and bands. Generally, the conductor is not whiteboarding and yeah, passing he's... notes to the band of what they're <laughs> going to be doing next. Play play the shit out of a G chord. <laughs> <laughs> or the uh, there was also somebody painting to the music. With That's oils, right. yeah, with oils. It was it was quite the event in the Great American Music Hall, which is a beautiful venue, absolutely beautiful venue. Where on Friday night, Elvis Costello played with the original, uh, the original band that he recorded "My Aim Is True" with the entire album. That was a local Bay Area band that went on. The band he played with was called Clover. Oh, yeah. From the early 70s in the Bay Area, parts of Clover went on to become Huey Lewis. And Huey Lewis wasn't there, but he sang uh, backup on some of Elvis's first album. I didn't know that. Yes. So uh, Mike, <laughs> who is the guy who invented putting raisins in a salad, Yes, he went to that show. That show just was amazing. It sounds like it was amazing. All I know is didn't get to go. It was like 100 bucks to go. Yeah, I can imagine And it that. sold out in like two seconds. Yeah. No, if you read, uh, we'll we'll put a link to this. How many times have we said we'd put? You know, if I had a dollar we generally for every time we, we no no we generally do. There's. Did you read the last? <coughs> did you read the last notes? Do we have a website? We do. Beerschool.com. Oh, okay. There was yeah. a whole bunch of notes on there. Um, uh, uh, Joel Selvin's review in the Chronicle on Saturday. Um, for the Elvis Costello Clover Show is just amazing. And they played, they played songs. Uh, that never made it on the album, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the Kron. So you Costello-holics. I saw Elvis Costello play at the Warfield. Yes. This would have been when he was doing the the solo piano okay. show. And uh, Burt Backrat played on the piano for yep. the album, but he had a different guy for the show. And sadly, I don't remember the, the name of the guy. But there was we're sitting up in the in the uh, the rafters, uh-huh. um, and there was a guy next to us, and he was complaining. He was like, mm, "I want to hear pump it up." Mm, that's not the way the song goes. It doesn't go like that. I was like, "Okay, look, if he's playing Allison, he can play it any way he wants." Yes, it's like. And he the, the the fan guy was all unhappy. He didn't like that. It's not the way the song goes. Everybody knows that in episode forty two, Kirk was wearing a red sweater and not a blue sweater. This is obviously a mockery of everything the show stands for. Where's the opener? Right over here, John. Thank you. This doesn't make that much noise. No. Ugh. Um, so back to back to beer in the Magnolia Party. The Magnolia Party was fantastic. There's a pairing dinner tonight at Magnolia that I'm not going to. How come? Eh. It's like a hundred thousand dollars. No, it's not even that much, but still, it's like. Eh. I wonder what they're going to pair the pumpkin with. 
the barking pumpkin. A big scoop of vanilla bean ice cream. That would be perfect. I had a piece of chocolate cake with vanilla bean ice cream last night that was really good. What did you put with it? Vanilla bean ice cream and chocolate cake. That was oh, it. That's it? Hmm. It was good. All right. Um, Magnolia Party. Um, all I know is if we get to be 10 years old, beer school, we can have a party like that. be 10 years old. So come on. We're pulling this show out of our butt. We no, can no. For another, we can do this for we another decade. for another 9.2 the years. idea... <laughs> so the idea is, I think I'm going to ask Vic if we can have the, uh, our one year at the bistro. That sounds cold and rainy. I don't know if they're. And it's get, in the East Bay. I don't know if I don't know if 21A is going to give it up for us. You think so? <laughs> you just have to know who to ask and when. Jamie, can you put us on the calendar for? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> Nico, John can- listens to all these shows, even though he claims he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we just I listen asked. to one of your shows. <laughs> oh, he does listen to all of them because once in a while he's like, mm-hmm. "Motor, uh, can I see in the office?" Yeah, uh, uh, yeast does not top top and bottom fermenting has nothing to do with where the yeast ends up when it's it. no. all yeast dies on the bottom. That's why they have conical fermenters. Ah, that's why I'm the talent and you're in charge. Of that's the show. why everyone was all gaga over conical fermenter last year on the BN. <laughs> Speaking of the BN, <clears throat> we've never done this. We've never poached content from them. <laughs> Why should we start today? No, because it's funny. Because it's funny. <laughs> no, we're not going to poach content. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's funny. Even though this is potentially very funny, this is also very pathetic <laughs> at the same time. Oh, John. Next. It's not my thread. <laughs> it was your idea. All right, so next. <laughs> and uh, that's the show. <laughs> there we go. We're done. Hey, do you know that uh, you can catch mice with beer? No. Yeah, supposedly. Researchers in Finland have found out that the most effective way to trap rodents is surprisingly using a fresh ale. The sugar in the ale attracts the rodent's sense of smell when they think they're going to get food. They start drinking it, and the alcohol in the beer lures the rodents to keep drinking and drinking and drinking until you leave the trail of stale beer straight into a trap. Basically, what you do is you put beer in a bowl, and the mouse jumps in the bowl, and they keep drinking beer until they get um, done in by the beer. I've done that before. It also works with slugs. Evidently, slugs like beer. Everybody likes beer. You know why, John? No, why? Beer is good for you. Beer is good for you. Look, I I can stay even in touch with the theme of the show. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff that's on here. I don't even know if I want to read all of this stuff. I can just keep making it up. Well, the thing with beer is that we know that it makes a great thing to cook with. Erf Vanskin of the Finnish Research Institute, Rover Division... Stated between ringtones on his Nokia phone. Suddenly, we found out through a spill of my beer, the mice in the lab were being attracted in a single direction. We did more research. We applied for a grant, and we have proven our results to be true. Wait, what was the control subject? You. Nice. <laughs> I'm attracted to the beer the same way that the mice are. <laughs> They figured they could either leave you a trail of beer or put a cute girl in the corner and you'd wander over there just out of, oh, look. And the two together, you were it was unstoppable. 
unstoppable. <laughs> so check this out. This guy, this is part of the beer is good for you thing. Yep. Um, so this is a, an article on MSN. And I would never do this to a beer. But this is how lame. I would never read MSN on my Safari. No, but listen to this. <laughs> Soothe tired feet. Pour a couple of cold ones into a bucket and soak your dogs. Like, dude, don't put beer into a bucket and put your toes in it. You could put beer into the bucket with your toes and a couple of bratwurst, so you're getting them ready for dinner at the same time. Soaking the beer and the dogs and the dogs in the bucket of brat. Oh, yeah. There you go. See, John? See? See? All right, so then we're totally not... But normally, if you don't put the brats in the beer with the... If you don't put the brats and the dogs in the bucket with the beer, you're wasting the beer. And don't use Vienna sausage because they look like your toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for our Austrian and European listeners, there's a horrible meat product in the United States. They're very small sausages that are sort of toe size that come in cans called Vienna sausage. <laughs> anyway, I can't believe that this writer suggested... Just putting beer in a bucket and putting your toes in it, your feet in it. Well, what is the what is it supposedly do? Continue on with the story because I'm fascinated. Ice cold beer with lots of carbonation can be soothing to tired feet, says Doctor Alexander. Stop it too. You don't want to start staggering. <laughs> Get pulled over. You've been drinking. Oh, yeah. No, but my feet are soaking in beer. What the, like, how's that going to work? So if it's the carbonation, why not 7-Up or Calistoga water? Or Calistoga water or, or just uh, bubble or just get a, just get a fish filter and, you or know. If you're trend, or, or if you're fancy in European, San Pellegrino. Yeah. I think this is a, this is a, this article is, is uh, flawed because if you just drank the beer while sitting, then you would get, <laughs> you would get the same effect. Uh, the more you drink, the better I look, baby. Yes, exactly. There's actually a rumor of, of uh, this here. On the interweb? No, yeah, on the interweb. It's another article. It says, uh, beer makes you funnier and more attractive to the op- opposite sex. Until you throw up on your shoes. And so it says false. This is a true false quiz. False. I'm sorry. Beer won't make you funnier, although it will lower your inhibitions and make you... Make your bad jokes seem funnier to your inebriated amigos. In this state of lowered inebriations, beer goggles can take over and make that 4.5 at the end of the bar seem like an 11. This, this reminds me of going to, uh, to teenage church school on Sunday afternoons. This is the sort of stuff they taught us. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, the whole, you know, I'm going to fire my writer. That, you know, somebody needs to punch that last yeah. one up because there was a lot of good material in that one. You know, can't believe it went over like that. You know, the, Damn it. You know there's that T-shirt that says uh, "Beer helping people have sex since 1890." That's true, John. I'm going to throw myself under a bus and say, you know, it hasn't helped me in a long time. Uh. Uh. I was just frustrated because I was about to sip some this delicious Razor 5 when you threw the uh, the show to me, and I was looking at you going, uh, uh, uh I'm going right. to have to react to this. Now you have to react. Let's see. We need to have that guy from inside the actor Studios on to interview us. 
Because I think we've done enough material that we're, we're worthy of that show. John Foster, I see that throughout your storied career, sometime in 1995, you came across this location in Mountain View, California. That's the audience going nuts, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Um, well, that would have been Tide House. Ah, Tide House. Yes. The, the pub that shall not speak its name. Yes, well, um, the, uh, a.k.a. the smartest bar in the whole world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I've never thrown them under a bus. You have. No, I haven't because you always cut that out of the show when I Oh, that's right. Yeah, you've never heard that uh, that part. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not cutting it out now. We're not, we're not doing we're not doing inside the actor's studio. We got to work on that. Uh, it's almost time of the year that we need to do a Caltrain pub crawl. Go south to go north. Yes. You got to start far and then come back. Exactly. So were that we w- having this discussion or I was having this with somebody else? No, about- you and I were having this discussion, and the idea is you go as far as you're going to go, and then that way if you decide at any point in the evening that you've had enough, you can get on the northbound train and come home. And say, I, uh, uh, Mr. Wizard, Mr. Wizard, wasn't that Mr. Wizard? Where, or was Sherman and Peabody? Sherman and Peabody. Where it was time to go home? No, I think it was Mr. Wizard where it was time to go home. I don't know the reference. Drizzle, drizzle, drazzle, drone. Time for this one to come home. I think that's, I think that's uh, Mr. Wizard. All right. Mr. Wizard was the top scientist. <laughs> <laughs> and Jerry was a race car driver. Yes, he drove really fast. Um, what else do we have here? Uh, you know why beer is good for you? Why is beer good for you? You know how beer makes you, beer makes you smarter. Do you know that? Yeah, it kills the... Uh, the slow brain cells. No, it made Bud Weiser. Oh. <laughs> wow. I'm going to do all of my best jokes from fifth grade this Saturday. It made at- Bud Weiser. <laughs> the, uh, well, no, there's the, there's the Cliff Clavin thing about how beer, uh, how the buffalo, yeah, how the herd got faster because the slow buffalo were called out by the lions and tigers and bears. <laughs> because we know there were lions and tigers in North America. <laughs> It's funnier to say that there's lions. Well, the lions all got killed by the Buffalo Bills. The lions were killed by the Indians, and that's why we had to kill the Indians. No? Oh, no. That has no. nothing to do with them either. Well, anyway. I, but the idea I, is... I've been funded by the current uh, administration in Washington to write new textbooks for the children. <laughs> Thus, the reason Thus. that you know about How the, the lions the, and the Indians. <laughs> the lions and the Indians. <laughs> to punch something up. And the lucky ones, they're obviously lucky, so they get to own casinos now. Right. Much like the buffalo. So yeah. as the buffalo herd was cold, cold? Called? Cold. Cold. Uh, thinned out. Then uh, the herd got faster. Thus, the lions could no longer catch the buffalo anymore. Thus, they died out. <laughs> wow. And the brain works the same way. Beer kills the slow brain cells. So over a period of time, after drinking beer, you become smarter. So difficult and deep thinking that is required of you is like having a lion come at your brain. Uh-huh. And your brain is like a buffalo uh-huh. getting ready to run from the lion. Yep. Okay. So eventually, brain gets faster, lions die out. Because the lions don't have anything to eat. What if the lions just became vegetarians? Then they wouldn't have to catch the buffalo. Yeah, well, then 
<laughs> I can see I can see that your buffalo is still running pretty slow, John. No. <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like, you know, that's why the vegetarians think that they're doing so well. Because they're there's lions eating them all the time their their brain cells all the time. And so they buy into the idea of a Prius. They buy into the idea that vegetables are better than than uh than tasty animals. It reminds me of the uh, current thread on Pearls Before Swine, the finest kind of strip currently running. The frozen zebra. The frozen, <laughs> the frozen zebra. <laughs> yep. Uh, do we have anywhere else to go with the show? We do. We have a couple more things we can talk about. We have another beer, so. <laughs> um, let's see. Suppose catch mice. Oh, calm and upset stomach. <laughs> That's yeah, one of the things. Beer, I don't think that was the case for me last night. No. Uh, kill slugs. Fine north. Okay, so here's the thing. This person is suggesting wasting a beer trying to find north. When all you have to do to find north is hang out until midnight when the stars are out. Okay. Or 8 o'clock. When does the sun go down now? It's like 5.30? About 2 o'clock. About 2 o'clock, right. So well, 4.30 or something. We had a big problem last night when we were <laughs> sitting around watching the Cal game. It's pitch black outside. Like, well, when do we have to get going to go see the Mayfire? I'm like, uh, I think it's only 6.45. No way. Yeah, it was 6.45. Wow. So anyway, supposedly you pour a beer into a, uh, into a container. Okay. You take a needle. You take the needle and you rub it against yourself. And you float the needle on top of the beer. And I'm like, you don't have to waste the beer to float the needle. You can do that with a glass of water. So what you're doing is you're giving an electrical charge to the needle. Yeah, and it's magnetizing it, and then it goes... And then pouring the the beer or liquid into the vessel reduces the friction between... It floats the needle, so yeah. it can t- spin in whichever direction it needs to find magnetic north. Right, but you can do this without wasting a beer with water. You float, True. you take the water... You take uh, a piece of tissue, float that on the, you know, drop that on the top of the water. The surface tension holds that. Then you drop the needle on the tissue. Eventually, the tissue will fall, will get waterlogged and fall down into the bottom of the the glass. Sink. Sink. Much like the yeast dye. Then. Your brain cells. Or your brain cells. (laughs) Eaten by the lion. So, okay, I understand this. Right? And then the then the needle will go whoosh, like that. And so you have to kind of know which way north is anyway. Why? Because it also points to south. Okay. That makes sense. Because it's, you know, it's a parallel You don't line. know which it, way you set the charge on the rod. Right. No, you have no idea. Needle side, hole side, pointy side, you don't know. Exactly. Charging a rod. I don't know if my card's going to work like that. What else do we know about this? I don't know. You're the one holding the stack of paper. You want some paper? No. Supposedly, Supposedly you can build delightful patio furniture. Out of beer? Out of uh, 65 assorted beer caps. How does that work? I don't know. There's no plans for it. I'm like, you need 65 beer caps, four one by two square 18 inch posts, four 12 by two 
inch strips of lattice, four three inch drywall screws, some tacking nails, and a tube of tub and tile adhesive. Simply screw the plywood to the post, brace them with the lattice as shown, lack of picture, and glue the caps to the top of whatever creative arrangement you like. Warning, do not leave this finished table out in the rain because the caps will rust. Huh? Oh, you're building a table. That makes more sense. Not building. You're not building. You know, we could take this table here, our studio table, and just start gluing bottle caps to it. You know, all he had to say was you're gluing bottle caps to the top of a table. Some people try to be trickier than they actually are. I had no idea what this was about. I'm like, this is something because when I think of patio furniture, I don't think of table. I think of something to sit in, like a chaise lounge or a chair or something like You could also make a street racer like that, just to put the bottle caps underneath the plywood. I had a friend in high school whose older brother Oh, sorry, go ahead. And then slide down like Columbus Street. No, that's not steep enough. Jones. Jones. Jones would be awesome. Street racer bottle caps. I saw people uh, racing down Jones in the middle of the night in garbage cans one night. How fun. That was gross. What are, dude, if they would, oh, why, why do I smell like this? Dude, I don't know. Dude, we were <laughs> racing in garbage cans last night. Were they were they upright in the garbage cans or sitting in them like, like, a, like a sled? In, 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 I would assume most places now you have these big garbage cans that have wheels on one side and the lid that flops open on oh, top. Oh, yeah. Like so basically that. you take the lid that flops open and you lay it down and then you have the wheels in front, right? No, you have the wheels in back. So you're crouched within the garbage can. Oh, the loose, down lip, sti- loose style. Oh, yeah. So you're head first? No protection from the... I don't think so. I don't know. It was the middle of the night, and I was like, what is that noise? And then it happened again, and I look out, and then these two guys dragging garbage cans up the street and sliding back down the street in garbage cans. Oh. You know, what they, you know what they found? You know what? Beer is good for you. It helps you... Beer is good for imagine you. Imagine things like how fun it would be to race down the street in garbage cans at 3 in the morning. Yeah. All right. So my other... My social, other de- social aspects... These guys were social outcasts. However, beer powered them in order to be to bond enough to go, dude, dude, street luge, street luge in garbage cans. <laughs> Look at the wheels. We put the wheels in the front. He's like, no, dude, wheels in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I wonder why I smelled like I did in the morning. Is what they? I, come on. What I was going to say, unlike is, unlike before. When there was smoking in bars, yeah, and you know you'd go home, and then the next morning, you're like, oh, what died? I like those little smoky franks. Oh, that's different. That's like the Vienna sausage is only different. Yeah, much better. I always mm-hmm. like those when at my parents' parties for cocktail hour. The little sausages come out. I really like those. Oh, right. Uh, uh, barbecue sauce. No, just mustard. Mm, those are good too. Um, what I was going to say. With bottle caps and accessorizing things. My friend's older brother in high school had the bitchin' 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 Mustang. And he had two Heineken bottle caps over the tuning and volume knob for his uh, car oh, stereo. Oh, how cool. Oh, yeah. A little bit of, uh, little bit of adhesive yep. on the uh, on the knobs. Reminds me of your twins. Oh, the twins. <laughs> I miss the twins. But the twins really did a good job. 
just so everyone knows, the twins, I had a big party at the, at, uh, uh, for a birthday and my friends brought me two bombers of, of Heineken. They were like what? Four liters or something? Five liters. Five liter bottles. So these things were basically made for one purpose and one purpose only guy finishing a auto race and having something that he could shake up and like shoot everywhere on everybody. That's why these were made. Uh-huh. And uh, so uh took them on a sailboat race. And at the end of the race, I brought them out. And they're like, where were those? Where were those on the boat? And I'm like, you know, you can hide a lot of stuff on a boat. And they're like, but these are cold. I'm like, where did they come from? And it's like, well, here they are. There are a lot of cold places on a boat. Exactly. And so uh, we uh, we finished the Twins. And I gave the uh, the bottles to one of the crew, and I think the crew ended up making uh, uh, something out of glass with the twins. Fascinating. Yes. I'll leave you to imagine what you would do with a four-liter bottle of uh, glass, what you would make out of that. Uh, pylon. Pylon, exactly. It starts with... The other, uh, you take the pylon and turn it over, and then exactly. So check this out. This stupid article, thirty-two things you can do with beer. Yeah. It says number two, put out a fire. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, I'm not sacrificing the beer because beer is good for me, not good for the fire. Right. Why would I do that? If I drink the beer, then I can just pee on the fire. Plus, when all your stuff burns down, you're going to be sad and you want to have a beer. And if you used your beer to put out the fire and it didn't put out the fire, you'd have no beer and you'd still have a fire. Right. Might as well let the fire burn. We don't need no... F- let the... Burn. <laughs> so they go, this works on small... Grill flare-ups, and some people have been known to carry an emergency can in their car in case of engine fire. I don't keep beer in the car in the, case of, like, what am I going to do? Open up the hood? Pop the top? Why do you have two cans of beer rolling beneath your uh, feet, Mr. Foster? Uh, uh, in that's case in of, case of an engine fire. Uh, Mr. Foster, um, don't you think two cans of beer end-to-end are about the same size as a car... Uh, fire extinguisher? Exactly. Why? Well, I read it in the newspaper that I should have cans of beer in case of an engine fire. <laughs> fire. Fire. You know. That's how they say fire in parts of the country where they don't make good IPAs. Fire. The letters go to motor at beerschool.com. <laughs> we haven't had hate mail in a while. What's up? That If you're not going to send me steak, send me some hate mail. Mm. Mm, pardon me. Hey, John. Hey, Motor. I heard we're going to sneak up and visit one of our fans this weekend. We are going to visit our fans this weekend. But no, we're not going back to Colorado, so. It's not that fan. No. We're going to the Emerald City. So this is funny because it says Polish pots. And I'm like, what the hell is a Polish? How do you make a Polish pot out of a beer? And then I realize it's just me butchering the word again. Polish? Polish pot. <laughs> what 
what show was it when you were trying to read the URL or whatever it was, and you were just that like, was the, that was Agabadigap. That was that was that was beer and salad, <laughs> and it was also the uh, the other show that uh, that's unpublished so far, the uh, beer and listener mail. <laughs> yes, beer and listener mail, where where I butcher the word marinade. <laughs> I think it. You know, I think we should put that. We should sell that show. We, we should we sell that show for like can, fifteen bucks a piece. Exactly. Because the show that it's, dare not speak its name. It's three and a half hours long, and we're ruined by the end of it. I think we should put that up for fifteen bucks. Ooh. Exactly. You know the euro. The, the our our sad pathetic dollar is it's worth like fifty cents now. Is the, the seventy five cents to the euro? Am I doing the math right? No, I think the euro's so. a buck fifty now. That's worth yeah. So seventy five cents. Yeah. Math is hard. Where is math, Barbie? Polish pots. I'm worried that Rataburger is going to get too expensive. Because of the acidity, says, you can pour some on, let it sit for a while, then wipe it off. It also, also works well on Revereware pots. So if I would have been reading that going, okay, how do you make a Polish pot out of a beer? <laughs> Damn English language. We should talk about those wine guys that got fooled. Ooh. Where is that article? I can. It's in your stack of paper. Yeah, I know. I'm looking for it. I can talk about it. Okay, go ahead. Well, we have to find the stack of I'm paper gonna, first. Here it is. Uh, no, that's 32 things beer can do for you. Here's 44 li- 88 lines about 44 women. That was written by a guy here. Yeah. I didn't know that. Gina was a control freak. She got my head. Nope, not yet. Uh, the bottom of your stack there, isn't it? Nope. It's somewhere else. That's not it? That's over wow. here. Wow. Here it is. By over here, John means in the west. That's, you know, the view up here from the from the 74th story of the Foster Tower in downtown San Francisco is amazing today. You know what? You know, Nakatomi a, Tower is not as tall as Foster Tower. Nakatomi Tower. It's <laughs> so beautiful the way that the 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 bay shines from the sheen of oil on top. I know. So uh, we love wine people, <laughs> and we love playing tricks on them. And you could probably play the same trick on beer people. And I've actually done this once that we've d- discussed before on the show. Oh yeah. Um, <coughs> the gist, the gist of this article. Um, it's called the subjectivity of wine. You said. <laughs> so this guy invited this guy invited 50, 50 something wine experts and asked them to give their impression of what looked like looked like two glasses of red wine. Ahead of time, though, he took the exact same wine. Mm. And he put red food coloring in one and left the other one was white. And they all went off describing the both the wines are going to taste the same. Sure. Because food coloring is relatively flavor neutral. Especially if it's red dye number two. And so the, uh, the, the supposed wine experts described one of the wines with the adjectives they use for red wine and the other one with the adjectives they use for white wine. Instead of going, these are both the same except one's red. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There have also been experiments where they take a really nice bottle of wine, mm-hmm. and they have one bottle of it in its regular bottle, and they put it in another. They decant it into a second bottle 
that's just like your regular everyday table wine. Yeah, like $8, whatever. And they'll taste it too. Oh, this is delicious with the uh, overtones of, uh, you know, let's see. The Grand Cru was agreeable, woody, complex, balanced, and rounded. While the Vin du Tebel was weak, short, light, flat, and faulty. Sounds like two women. They're getting out of the. They're getting this out of the color. No, this is this is the one where they, it's the same wine in two different. Oh right, this is the two different two different labels, right? Yeah. But um, basically, people come people come at things with preconceived notions, and the more words you know, the more likely you're going to make mistakes and be trapped into the vocabulary that you've been beaten into using, rather than just coming up with your honest impression like. Well, this one, if red had a flavor, they would taste different, but they don't taste any different, except one of them's red. Right. I think that's the point of this article. Well, the point Which of can the, be the, found online at scienceblogs.com, Cortex 2711, the underscore subjectivity underscore of underscore wine.php. That's an easy URL. That's it's easy. long, but it's, it's long. easy. It's not, easy. not so bad. Yes. It's got a picture of a guy on it. His name's Jonah. And he says, oh, the best – I, I forgot this. The best thing is the bottom of this. It says, P.S., a lot of material like this appears in my book, which has a, a hyperlink someplace <laughs> else. So check it out if you want to learn more about – I can never pronounce the guy's name. Sophier. I'm horrible with French. He wrote a cookbook, like a big cookbook. Olfication, hmm. um, um, umami, and, subject, and subjectivity. Umami – is the flavor of uh, MSG. Oh, it's yeah. The, it's the fifth flavor. The fifth flavor. I have to say this. Beer people would not be fooled. Not the same way. I don't know. I think... Wait, well, here, wait so, John, wait, wait. Turn off the mics. Oh, yeah. Turn off the mics. Okay, now that the mics are off, we can discuss this. We should play the trick on some of our beer friends. Oh, yeah. We should play the trick on some... We'll take... Uh, We'll take this IPA. Yes. And we'll figure out how to color it so that it looks like uh, darkness. <laughs> I was going to say if they sell growlers as a certain brewery, we could take some beer and have it filled in somebody else's growler and do a side-by-side. Oh, we just put it in the same growler. I mean, the two different growlers from two different places. Yeah. So we, we put Racer 5 growler and other growler. Yes. And then they're they're both filled with somebody else's IPA. Yes. The same one. Yes. And it's like Racer 5, somebody else's beer. Yeah. And then figure out what they taste like. Yeah. I bet you they would go, hmm, this is different than that one. God, this place can never make good beer. (laughs) We did that once with a a stout. Wait, before we go too long, we should turn the mics back on. All right. All right. Mics are back on. Good. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good thing we turned the mics off. <laughs> we did this with a stout once. I did it with my friends with their homebrew tasting contest. What did you? Oh, you entered in, in like club malt liquor. Yeah. And they were like, and oh. I got second. <laughs> and then I almost got the uh, the daylights kicked out of me. When they found out. You know, kids, if you want to learn how to speak colorfully without profanity, <laughs> you should listen to beer school. Because <laughs> you'll notice every now and then I'll 
pause a little bit as my brain goes flip, 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 flip. Sorry, we They said... don't have a lot of those signs left. The big flip signs that they had before they had uh, television screens oh, where yeah. the signs mechanically flip down. It's like old clock radios. Yeah. That's still how I imagine my brain works. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't imagine... In an analog kind of... In, in an analog kind of German way. If the German train stations still have some of those signs. Also, um, actually, Amtrak on the East Coast, I know that um, Wilmington Station, I believe, has a flip. Do they have a flip sign? No, they have a little. No, but um, Smiths of Smithfield, a pub in London by the Smithfield Markets, has one of those big signs on the wall of their pub, and they use it to announce uh, drink specials. Oh, wow. And I, if I was thinking the last time I was there, I would have taken my camera and recorded a little bit of video of the sign flipping. Because it's amazing sort of kinetic sculpture. And it makes a rattling sound. And it gets quieter because they flip through all the signs. But if you've got different lines, they don't all have to flip through, say, 17 revolutions to get to some. Right. Some have to go all the way for a long time. One will be flipping for a little while. So cool. Did this. Did that. Did that. Do we have any shout-outs this week? Besides Michelle's mom and Michelle Jill gave and... Michelle gave us an awesome beer. That's true. We have a beer from uh, uh, Old Rasputin X or Old Rasputin 10. Yes. And uh, the Latin's pronounced X as 10. Yeah, but it's... But this beer you could only get from old from North Coast Brewing. Yes, which is a great brewery. And uh, somebody actually brought the beer to Michelle, and they were cleaning out the 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 cabinet. What's in Michelle's fridge? It wasn't in Michelle's fridge, but it was in Michelle's cabinet. Ah. And so, uh, so Brian said, "Hey, take this home." I'm like, "All right." He's like, "But I don't know whose it is, so you might have to bring it back." I'm like, "Indian giver." <laughs> We discussed, we discussed that on the show last week. Who was I having that conversation with? Apologies to Jaime. We've had this argument in college. All right. Well, uh, uh, let's see. Michael Jackson, dead guy. Writes oh, from the, oh. Writes from the grave. If, it, if the beer is... Writes from the grave. Uh Motor and John. If the beer, if I would have known about your show when I first started into journalism, I wouldn't have started it because you are so much better than I am. Right. Sincerely, Michael Jackson, not the one who sells Pepsi. <laughs> he writes, um, "If beer is good, it must be strong." That's sort of like cheese. Well, you know, the idea is beer is good for you, right? Yeah. So uh, there's no connection between quality and strength. One of the world's great. Brews is the Berlin-style wheat beer, crisply refreshing at a mere 2.5 to 3%. Berliner Weiss. Mm-hmm. All of you people in the greater Philadelphia area can go to Notting Head Brewery and get <coughs> the delicious Berliner Weiss. Um, and then uh, the famously so- sociable drink by the pint, everyday British bitter, typically has only 35 to 4%. On the other hand, if you want a beer with a book at bedtime, settle down with a classic such as Thomas Hardy's Ale, around 12.5%. Serve this one in a snifter. Is that a snifter? I don't think you uh, put beer through your nose, sir. Oh, I would for a dare. (sighs) Oh, that's wrong. 
Producer once told me how to how to clean out my my uh, sinuses. Mm-hmm. It's sort of painful, but it does really work. When you're in the shower, cup water into your nose and snort it up through your nose. And yeah, it really, and don't it, choke. Oh, it works though. I well, know it does, but don't. But it's one of those things that you have to get over psychologically doing in the first place. Yeah. He also writes beer is filling. Like, yeah, duh. <laughs> uh, you don't have to drink it by the pint. Before dinner, serve yourself an Oh, you can always get a half liter or a liter. <laughs> right. Uh, in a decent-sized burgundy glass or goblet, perhaps an Orval uh, from a famous Belgian Trappist monastery. The aforementioned Spitfire from Kent or Liberty Ale from San Francisco. <gasps> Liberty Ale. We love Liberty oh, I've Ale. i heard of that stuff. And I think I've had the Spitfire from Kent as well. I don't know Kent. Kent? Clark Kent. Oh, yeah, Superman. Kent is Kent is uh, southeast of London. It's where the... Uh, let me get that open for you as Why, well, thank sir. you. <laughs> what, Johnny? Did somebody fall down the well? What are you pointing at? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good old Racer 5. So uh, it's becoming Christmas beer season. It's exciting. I know. What are you doing on December the 5th? I'm going to 563 Second Street in San actually, Francisco. No, actually, the 21st Amendment Brewery. You're waking up after the fact. Oh, it's the 4th? Yeah, it's the 4th. See, if you're, if, you're, if you're going to the 21A on December the 5th, you missed it. <laughs> it's like going to Munich in October looking for Oktoberfest. <laughs> I'm going to book it for the 1st of October. I'm going to be there right Crouch, where's the party? Oh, we have a party for you right here. Oh, you here for Oktoberfest? Oh, go over here, down the hall, over down there. Oh, the yeah. <clears throat> Oktoberfest. <sighs> Dark beer is stronger. According to Michael Jackson, he says... It is stronger because it holds light back better than light beer. Yes, sir. He says there is no connection whatsoever between color, spelled with a U, with a U, and strength. Those Brits just like to show off how strong the pound is by throwing all these extra unnecessary letters into their words, lording it us over us poor Americans whose currency has been reduced to lower than a peso. Well, maybe if we added more letters into our words, and we'd get our I don't money think we back. We can afford that. I don't know. The word licensing fee is going to be way more money. That's why we only use... You spell license differently as well. Yeah. License is a stupid word. I hate it. Yeah, it's hard to spell. But the word that I hate even more... Bureau. Necessary. That's easy. N-E-C-E-S-S-A-R-Y. I always blow that word. Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Got that one. That's easy. Starts off with miss. Reno. R-E-N-O. Starts off with miss and ends with P. Actually, it ends in I, but everyone gets it. <laughs> it ends in pi, P-I. All right, beer is good for you. Yes, it is. According to this article. Do you hear that? Could uh, Beer one. is good for your breasts. I have lovely breasts. 
Yeah, well, according to this article, it's good for them. We're like, uh, we're like research those... scientists. Okay, could you imagine being a research scientist I am. in this field? I am. All right. And how would you discover that the beer is good for that? They studied at the Universidad do Porto in Portugal. Sweet. uh, And found that polyphenols in wine and beer appeared to decrease breast cancer cells significantly. Cool. How come the people that are making the pink ribbons are making pink beer if this was a really true thing they would be promoting this remember when we were kids yeah and not every toy ran on batteries some of them you had to wind up i remember that and they'd race around for a while and they were really interesting and then they'd slowly die in a corner of the room <laughs> that's sort of like this show right now beer makes you funnier and more <laughs> attractive to the opposite sex <laughs> all right <laughs> beer is good for you we could play that song. No. No, we got to play... Uh, I don't have it. What's the song we're going to play? Mm. We're going to play The Darkness. We're going to play The Darkness. That's how That's how this thing closes. That's only, that's only because... Uh, listen, listen to that screech. Uh, it's only because there's a beer on it, 21st Amendment, 563 Second Street, right now, called The Darkness. Was it named after that song? I'm pretty sure it was. Nice. All right, Michael Jackson. I believe in it, Faking out wine, guys. That's why we don't have all the words. And all the feelings you need to describe your beer. I've never described my beer using feelings. feelings. This beer tastes sad. It's a melancholy ale. If it were color, it would be gray. Not a happy gray, but a sad gray. There's no such thing as happy gray. What about happy Gilmore? Not gray. Oh. How funny is that movie? Uh, no. There, well, here's the thing. Fast forward to the, the part funniest thing where Bob Barker is beating the crap out of him is the funniest thing ever. The funniest thing Adam Sandler ever said was something about David Lee Roth and the menorah in his... <laughs> Hanukkah song <laughs> in his screechy little voice. <laughs> All right, December the fourth, beer school live. Really? Yeah, it's holiday beers. Ah, at the Twenty First Amendment. Five... Oh, with our special guest star Nico. <laughs> with our special guest star Nico, Sean Paxton's going to be there. Excellent, excellent. Um, uh, That's Craig a good name. Paxton. There's a Craig, punch in that name. Exactly. Craig from City Beer is going to be there. Um, and a cast of hundreds. Cast of maybe actually even, no, maybe it's even, not. Maybe even Ted will be there. Yeah, Ted might show up. Jaime will be there. Peter well, will probably be there. Peter Peter Watler. Yes, Mister Cigar himself. Um. Um. Melissa. Yeah. Lots of brewers. Lots of brewers. Uh, Christian from uh, Triple Rock. Yes. I would probably imagine that Arnie's going to be there and maybe Denise. Gold medal winner extraordinaires. Jesse and Sean. Sean and Jesse. Actually, we have to say it always. 
Supreme Commander first plus Jesse Son. Jesse Son, yeah. Oh, probably the twins and Steve. No, the twins and Steve. <laughs> Although they're, they're really not twins. It's radio. This is this is the internet. We can say whatever we want. We can say whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, uh, all right. Well, here I'm going to close this out. I was talking about Steve from Alabama and his his uh, his twins and his twins. Dark beer is stronger. Surly and sloppy. You know, <laughs> you know. We're not even going to go into the those first the two, part. It was originally Snow White and the Nine Dwarfs, but those two got cut out. <laughs> Sur- surly and sloppy. Snow White and the Nine Dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right. Well, here's the homework. The homework is simple. Yes. Find a six-pack of something that you really like but never have all the time. Okay. Like this. I haven't had a Racer 5 in probably six months. I haven't had one since Friday. You're cheated. I didn't cheat. I didn't know the homework ahead of time. Well, the homework is to find something that you haven't had in a while and enjoy and enjoy them all. Okay. Or enjoy half of them with somebody else. And slowly wait to see God. Mr. Dammit, for the rest of you. You know, kids, I'm sure you can't wait till the after show because I've got a great story to tell. All right. So your homework is (laughs) enjoy a six-pack of something you haven't had in a while and uh, admire it as it warms up. Good job. Uh, All right. We have have, uh, Vic to thank for... Throwing the the party yesterday. That's a good thing. Yeah. uh, The barrel age thing. It's going to continue on. It's going to become better every year. Uh, Very, very fun day in the rain, as it were. We have uh, Sean Paxton. We're going to do some more stuff with him in the future. Uh, The 21A beer school holiday party. I'd like to thank Ryan Longwell for letting all Cal fans know that it's not going to come down to the wire. I'm going to throw an interception <laughs> with about two and a half minutes left so you know we're not going to win the game. Exactly. Then you he's can... done that enough this season. I think he's getting pretty good at it, and I think that's his signature maneuver. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think we'd both like to thank Dave McLean and Magnolia for uh, always being sort of a really, really, really first-class operation uh, and throwing a really good party. And... Uh, just really putting his heart into everything he does. Good times. That was a fun party. Six Magnolia beers on tap, along with a relatively good draft selection anyway at the Great American Music Hall. You know, I had one too many Ain't Life Grands. <laughs> and who knew that it was 10% until uh, the third beer in? <laughs> 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 and I had a lemon square before I got there. That... <laughs> yeah, well, we don't have to go into that. All right. So uh, you've been listening to Beer School, and I'm John Foster. <sighs> I'm Motor. <laughs> I'm waiting yeah. for the bell. Oh. No, don't we say something else? I know, but we have to wait for the bell. The bell is tardy, okay? In a T-Y version of that.
All right, here it is. Uh, Finally. Class dismissed. <laughs> so, John, John, I've, I had a really... Here. Want to play with that? Here, have that. I had a very, I had a very, very strange dream the other day. One of those dreams where you're not sure it's a dream because it's... It's possibly not going to work. It's too tall. Um, I dreamt that I woke up, went over to my computer, got online... Can't have beer in your mouth when I say this. <laughs> okay, and I went to all these websites, and there were almost no images on the websites. And then I found out that there was some lawsuit, and JPEGs were illegal. <laughs> JPEG, and they all had to be taken down off the web. <laughs> it might have been. It might have been. Uh, <laughs> going to sleep after the Magnolia party. <laughs> and I'm like, what's wrong with the web page? There are no pictures. It's like, I woke up this morning and there was no pictures. <laughs> there are no pictures on the internet. Uh, SF Gate looks all messed up. And there was a story about how JPEGs became illegal. because, Or they were embroiled in a lawsuit, so everybody was taking JPEGs All the patents. Website. Well, you know, there was the, there was the, uh, the GIF, GIF. Yeah, I remember that. And there's also the, the streaming the, the, radio. There are a lot of stations, if you go through Apple iTunes, yeah. that aren't there anymore. Oh, well, that's because of the, uh, the that's, whole stupid. That's because of the whole stupid debacle of uh, streaming audio. Right. That hasn't, still has not been resolved. Right. Because, the, because Congress is like, oh, yeah, we have to give in to the uh, RAAA and all the other. Hello, guys. The future of, the, of music is not making money off your consumer. Well, no, it's 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 making it's making money off your fans, but it's the band making money off the fans. It's not the it's not the it's not the blood sucking leeches. That's right. The blood sucking leeches are done, and and you know there's lots of examples of. We want to make sure you get royalties. Uh, we get royalties whenever they download the songs from our own website. Or exactly. ITunes. Well, actually, we make we make more money from our fans showing up on our show than we do if they don't show up on our show. No, because you get ten bucks, you get the T-shirt, you have the fan base. Oh, I got my T-shirt for free from Mayfire, and I got my CDs. Yeah, but that's because because that's because you keep promoting them. That why? I love them. We love the Mayfire. They rock. Not like the darkness rocks, but the darkness only has one good song. (laughs) Maybe the dark. Maybe the darkness will play for our anniversary party. Uh, They sound English. That's a long way away from here. It's far. (laughs) <laughs> Even though we speak English, we don't live in English. Sadly, land. it didn't. It was only an okay show. What today? Oh, today rocked. No, it's our best show ever. I've been reading more and more Steve Jobs motivational literature. Nice. This Jobs. This fake show is going to this this jo- this show is going to change the world. It's going to restore a childlike sense of wonder. Fake Steve or real Steve? I don't know. Either way, it's all the same thing. Mind. Well, it was either that or doing the myth show. And I want to interview Bike Helmet Girl. The make- I have a big fat crush on Bike Helmet Girl. Isn't that Yossi? It just looks like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said. What, what's her real nickname? Bike Helmet Girl. Oh, Bike Helmet. Oh, it is Bike Helmet. Girl. I just revealed who Bike Helmet Girl is for real. Oh. 
She's going to be unhappy about that. Of course, she doesn't listen to beer school. So, no. And anyone who's listening this far is like, ooh, I like Bike Helmet Girl too. Where did you buy the coffee that comes up with a Mio DigiWalker C520 GPS ad on your little paper cup cozy? From Cats over on Petrero Hill, up the street from Anchor, or right, right over from Anchor. This is pretty impressive. They're trying to sell you. A GPS, GPS on a coaster on your on your coffee cup. So, yeah, you're you're you're. That's a good the the uh, conical coaster. Oh, the conical, conical coaster. Coffee yeah, yeah, coaster. yeah. So so the thing was is that this was normally I ignore the the advertisement on the heat shield, and this is the first time that the heat shield had something on it that I was like, hmm, I'm going to go look at that. For all of you who don't know what we're talking about. San Francisco is moving toward everything recyclable, so there are no more styrofoam coffee cups. Mm-mm. And so when you get your coffee cup, you get your little extra little cardboard cozy that goes around it so the babies who can't touch hot things don't burn their little baby fingers. The drive Priuses. I, I personally request no heat shield on my coffee. And all of them have ads now because I guess I assume they Well, get, they get them for free. Somebody's getting rich off that. Somebody's making 10 bucks. Yeah. Anyway, and so this one that I just picked up with to put around my my pint glass to start out with, or my half half pint glass, I realized just like an ad for GPS. Yeah, we hardware. just shattered them out, and you know, it still doesn't smell like dot uh, com too yet, even though GPS ads on your coffee cozy are getting close. No, it's not dot com too. Yeah, I just saw an ad for uh, or a a poster stuck on a on a. Uh, power pole for some sort of ski ticket lift, uh, lift ticket website ski ticket.com i don't think it's that lift ticket.com heck a shred of freshy pow pow yeah like that's memorable yeah they should have spent the 10 bucks to get lift ticket.com but you own all this little does anybody <laughs> know that john owns every unused url there is in the world bubbleosity <laughs> bubbleocity.com is mine if anybody ever decides to try and get bubble up back into the market they're gonna have to deal with you exactly bubbleocity mine <laughs> swear I'll take you down so this looked interesting i picked this up uh yesterday yes um it's the live music now in san francisco 15 songwriters two nights one badass event and it's got a whole bunch of people that are uh, San Francisco songwriters. Like, and it's at the Rocket Room. Like, Where's the Rocket Room? That sounds like the mission. It's in the mission. Ah. Uh, well, it's Heather Combs that's put it together. Okay. So do you, have you ever seen this nah. seen her play? She's really good. We walked into um, the Hotel Utah one night. Okay. It was like 12-something. And... There was a band, and of course they weren't charging a cover because it was like too late for that. We walk in and find this performance, uh-huh. and it was just it was one of those things like you walk into a place and there's you two playing at some room that they used to play at, playing like they've never played before, uh-huh. and there's well, twenty they were on speed problem. There was twenty five people. There were, you know, there's only 25 people there, and it was one of the best performances that you've ever seen. Okay. So this is what that felt like. Like I walked into this 
thing that I wasn't supposed to be at from a band from the future that was coming into the past to play their best stuff ever. Anyway, that's Heather Combs. That just uh, broke loose a little thought in my brain that's going to tumble out through my mouth right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. For our Australian listeners, I just realized there's something I don't know and I think you can help me with. Does the water spin the other way or or the other way? It's music, John. Oh. Um, What city in Australia did ACDC come from? Mm. Because we all know ACDC came from Australia. What city did they come from? Probably Melbourne. Why do you say Melbourne? Because it's a more industrial, funner. Okay. So that's 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 the that's the extra credit homework. Exactly. Tell Motor what city ACDC came from, and I'm not going to look it up on Wikipedia. No, neither. Until you, you right? Yeah, you're listening. You right now? Yeah. I've got my I got my mouth in your ear, baby. Tell me what city ACDC came from. Nice. Yeah, Unless, I don't think I don't think they came from Sydney. I don't know. Seems Sydney seems too cosmopolitan. Not it's not okay. So like I imagine I've never been to, to Melbourne, but it seems more Liverpool than Sydney. I've never been. I've never been there. I have a friend who went to New Zealand. She goes, it looks just like the Hobbit. <laughs> she was. She was. Uh, I've been to Kauai. And it looks just like Jurassic Park. I've been to uh, into the Redwoods, and it looks just like what Return of the Jedi. Or where's the one? Oh yeah, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Oh no, no, actually, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, when they're racing through the redwood yeah. trees on the speeders. It's like, oh yeah, this is Endor Forest. It's like that's no. I used to I used to ride my bicycle through stuff like that, the big ferns and all that, rip it up <laughs> in the state park. The environmental damage that I wrought upon beautiful redwood forests when I was like twelve. And if you and if you drive down this one street in Petro Hill, it's like, oh, this is Bullet. That's good homework. Is- I saw Bullet on it must have been its thirtieth anniversary at the Metreon on a big screen. Except the sound in old movies like that, yeah, is really harsh. It is harsh. Really, really harsh. They did Bullet, it. For all of you kids who are not completely sure of this, Bullet is the archetypal San Francisco car chase movie where they're just bombing a, I think it's a it's a Charger and uh, I think it's a 67 Mustang Fastback. Yep. Up and down over the hills of San Francisco. There's absolutely no continuity at all in the route. In fact, if you watch the movie, you can see skid marks from a previous take. Oh, and there are places where you see hubcaps flying off and all that. And then the hubcaps are back on. The whole movie is... (laughs) And the amazing... Another amazing thing about this is if you've never seen the film, the car chase comes at the end of, like, Act 1. Yeah, it's like it's like thirty minutes in the movie is where the car chase comes, where you think it's like the big chase at the end. Nope, it's, but it's so cool. Um, in uh, Deadpool, uh, the last Dirty Harry film, they did an homage to the car chase in Bullet using Dirty Harry and his sidekick in a real car, uh. and the bad guy was using a remote control car. A little scale remote control car filled with explosives. I remember this. Yeah. December 1st and November 30th. Rocket Room. Rocket Room. 
Red Rocket is a just to another finish. Bear Republic beer. So that's you know tying it all together. Just to finish that, um, I'm saving up all my money to go to Alaska for the barley wine festival. Oh, cool! I want to go. <laughs> well, see, I didn't. I would have gone last year, but they told me too late. So I got online, found that my that my ticket was going to be like twelve hundred bucks. Yeah. <sighs> Too much money. I found United doesn't fly there. Oh well. Guess we'll have to take their partner, US guess, Air. Guess we'll have to take Southwest. When did we start when did we start No, Southwest doesn't get it. I'm kidding. You have to fly you have to fly I think you have to fly Alaska Air is your choice. Oh yeah. Well maybe fly to Seattle and fly Alaska from Seattle to uh, Well no, because I'm gonna if I'm if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna hang out in Seattle for a bit. Because <laughs> um, United you have to fly to Phoenix and then you get on US Air from so U.S. Air goes there, oh, but from Phoenix. From Phoenix, psh, that's that, like, that, that like that adds like two hours. I know. Ugh. I hate flying in the wrong direction. So we'll see. But I'm working toward that because so we nothing have... screams vacation like Alaska in the middle of January. <laughs> uh, you know, there's there's Hawaii in um, March. I don't like Hawaii. I've never been there, You've but never I'm going to say I don't like it. There's a beer festival. We're There's invited. A, there are what? Six beer festivals a year in Hayward. We're invited. <sighs> yeah, but that means getting on an airplane and going to Hawaii. Going to the, Although United goes to Hawaii a lot. Yeah. So what's your excuse? No, no Hawaii, you know. Yeah. You've never been. How do you know? I want to go to Germany this spring. I also want to go to Salon de Gusto in, in the fall. I'm going to have to cue that song right now. Going to Germany, going to eat a lot of cabbage. Going to Germany, going to eat a <laughs> lot of cabbage. <laughs> cabbage comes from the ground. I cut it with a stick. <laughs> no? That's not the song I was going no. to cue. Going to Germany, going to eat a lot of pork now. Going to Germany, gonna eat a lot of pork. Pork comes a pig. You cut it with a knife. <laughs> uh, that could. That's closer. Okay. <laughs> uh, what else do we have? I'm out of beer. Almost. I'm out of beer. Almost too. We can't. We can't end this until we're both out of beer. I know. I'm just. I'm warning everybody. We're almost out of beer. Do they still show the the Wonderful World of Disney on Sunday nights? Not for like twenty years. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm poor. I don't have a TV. You, I'm not poor, and I don't have a TV. <laughs> anyway, so anyway, I'm going to get fired for that show. It's not like you're attached to a sinking ship. Nope. And I was going to say something else to go along. Rats. With that, but I decided not to. Rats. Anyway, like I said, if I get fired from that show, I don't care. I'm gonna. You know, eventually we have to come up with hand signals so we can have conversations. Mm. Oh, that's this is not really going to work. Use that one, okay? <laughs> um, eventually, we can. We need a little hand signal. Oh, so that whenever I want to say something, so you can say "cut" like this. Oh. Um, you know what I'm saying, but I yeah. can just say you know whatever. Dude, we're on the internet. We're on the interweb. We're like famous. We're on the intercom. I don't think Bing Crosby's on the interweb. Uh, no, he's dead. Come on over. 
He used to have a, he used to have a golf tournament that they renamed and nobody goes to anymore except uh, except uh, the Bing uh, Crosby the Bing Crosby the clam bake the Crosby can't clam oh yeah the bake. clam bake <clears throat> crazy stuff. Bill Murray still keeps that spirit alive. I love Bill Murray, even though he's not as funny as he used to be. Maybe we should get Bill Murray on the show. Think he drinks beer? Oh yeah. All right. Tick. 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 Maybe I'm going to cut out the part. Maybe I'm going to cut out about the uh, thing that I just talked about. You might, John. Really? You think that's a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) You should probably cut that out, too. (laughs) Let's cut out this whole part. (laughs) So after a long week of being up here, and we're going to be up in Seattle. You did this thing. We talked about Apple and... I think we're done. I think we're done. Okay. I think we only have one last thing to say. Isn't this where? No, we already talked about the class dismiss part. We got to. Yeah, we did. Isn't this where? No, uh, we have to have the kid do something. <sighs> stay, hey, kid, stay away from the rat poison. No, don't. No, no, <laughs> don't. No, that's not rat poisoning. No, no, like, oh, kid. We're not. We're gonna need a new kid. Need a new kid.